Evening all. Um, it's very lovely to be here. Uh, don't feel quite as safe being on this side. I feel much better behind a microphone with the band over there. But Mark's asked me to um, talk a little bit about the first section on the armour of God. So Judith kindly um, unpacked all of uh, uh, sort of the, the broad view of this passage last week, and then um, we're going to break it right down um, into verses. So this week, um, we're going to be looking at Ephesians 6, verse 13. So I've, I've put up, um, you might not be able to see the words on there, I, I struggled to find a picture of someone in the armour of God, because p- part of my heart cry, and the things that I, that I struggle with, is often um, standing firm, kind of you have these pictures like this. Or like this. And, you know, when you're going through troubles, that's the absolute last thing that you're doing. So I thought, well, rather than me putting up an image like that, I've just, I've just got a quick reminder visually of what the armour of God's made from um, that Judith mentioned. And the verse that I'm going to be looking at um, is, Therefore, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, that's what the the focus is today. Um, Life is extremely unpredictable. Does everybody agree with that statement? Um, Just when we think we know where we're going, just when we think that everything's all lovely and calm and as it should be, it all goes wrong. Or is that just me? (laughs) Stuff happens, doesn't it? And in that passage, it doesn't say if stuff happens, if the evil one comes, if you get attacked. It says when. It is part of being a human being. It's part of our experience on earth for for good or bad. It's what we all go through. And it's the one thing that if you look around, we all have in common with each other other than Jesus is that life is unpredictable. Okay? So it's kind of in that context that I want to just... get you to think a little bit about what that might mean for us on a day-to-day and maybe, you know, have a little bit of time later on to really pray for folk who are going through hard times at the moment. You know, we're called as a church family to stand together, support each other and hold each other. And I think that that'll be a fantastic opportunity to bless one another um, as we should. So uh, I thought of a funny image. So Josh, can I have the... Talking about unpredictability... (laughs) Um, I, I'm pretty sure that the person that uh, was driving that car was not expecting that, nor the people who are in charge of putting those signs up was expecting that either. So, you know, here is an image. It's, it's a bit funny. We don't know whether it was a, a terrible, awful accident and something terrible happened, but just that, that kind of image of that was not supposed to happen, um, we can relate to. I've got some more serious ones. If, um, if we put them up, anybody know what this one is? This is a, so this is really recent. This is a Hurricane Michael. This is um, Mexico Beach, I think. This is what's happening um, along that Florida. Um, next one, Josh. This one. You can see it just there if you've got really good eyesight. This is Cardiff Bay and the mess that um, Storm Callum is creating at the moment. Again, totally unpredictable. It's come out of the blue. Next thing. And remember this one. Yeah, Lehman Brothers. So going back 10 years, um, but again, totally unpredictable. 
Um, Mark and I, when this was all happening, we were living in Surrey, we were on the stockbroker belt, so we knew and we were walking with folk who were dealing in millions of pounds and we saw what the devastation that that caused uh, at that particular time. Total shock. Next one. You want to recognise that, where that might be? It's the London bombings, so a little bit closer to home there um, in 2007. Okay, in the next one, Josh, and this one. Yeah, RBS and all the stuff that went on. Um, again, it's kind of 10-year anniversary that's been in the news again and reflecting what's on happened. But just some, some kind of global things. There are so many more. I haven't even got on to war and all the um, terrible things that happen in times of famine. Um, so um, can we just go back one, Josh? Is that all right? Fabulous. So um, the, the last part of this passage, um, it says, uh, and after you've done everything, to stand. And another way of looking at that is, um, so when the battle is over, you will still be standing. This sort of image um, of being able to stand firm. God's, that's one of God's promises. Um, and for anyone who's gone through something horrendous, that's, that's a really hard thing to hold. Uh, when things come at us, it's incredibly difficult to stand still. Um, the temptation when stuff goes wrong is to think that you've done something wrong. God isn't who he says he is. It's too hard. We're too frightened. But in this passage, we should expect things to be difficult. And there are many other passages in the Bible that talk about us as Christians. You know, we have all these blessings and these amazing things that God promises, but there will be trouble. It is part. We can't run away. Um, I was trying to find the words to sort of capture this, and I found um, a little extract written by a woman called Gretchen Fleming. She's um, a Bible teacher, and she writes this. Um, we can't always pick our battles, but we can be sure to pick our strategies for war. As much as we would like to avoid all unnecessary skirmishes in life, there is one war we cannot avoid, no matter how we try to broker a peace deal. We have to face our bully and draw our boundary lines. Additionally, we cannot retreat, we cannot accommodate, and we must stand firm. Um, I have had a sort of a number of things since I became a Christian where I have literally had the kind of the air knocked out of me because I've been so surprised at, at something coming at me in the opposite direction. It, you know, it's like being winded. You just cannot believe that something can happen. Some of those things have happened to me personally. Some of those things have happened to me to people who I really love or in situations that I'm involved in. And a, a number of years ago, um, we, we had a situation where my, my daughter's best friend committed suicide, totally out of the blue. It, it caused total devastation in a whole group of friends. All of those friends ever since have had major, major um, emotional problems and, and all sorts have gone on. And it was kind of one of those moments, I was just trying to think of what that, that feels like when you get that. It's like a wave, isn't it? It just comes right at you. Um, 
I, what I'm going to do, just hold that thought very, very quickly, just with the people around you. Two, two questions. One, think of a Bible story where something totally unexpected and devastating happens. So a complete flip over a wave of something. And also of somebody who stands firm. Um, even when stuff's coming at them. They don't have to be related, but just kind of between you, very, very quickly. So Bible passage where you get um, unpredictable devastation and standing firm. Okay, um, can we just have a few people shout out some uh, happenings? So not, not the, the people, but some events that took place in the Bible that kind of came and caused devastation. Yes. Okay, Jairus' daughter dies. The whole of the book of Job. Yes. The flood. He was accused, yeah. Joseph was accused and put in prison. Any other things? John the Baptist's head on a plate, yeah. Didn't see that one coming. Okay, any more? Daniel in the lion's den. So the throne. Can you unpack that a little bit, Claire? What happened? Yeah, okay. What? Jonah and the storm, crucifixion. The, the crucifixion. Yeah, we can see it. We, we're reading the Bible. We, we can predict that that's going to happen. But in, in that place, in that time, that would not have made any sense at all. Bathsheba, yeah. Okay. So, are we agreed that it happens all the time? This is this is a regular occurrence. What about people who stood firm? A, a particular point. She all the way through, didn't she? She stood firm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That would be a moment to run away, wouldn't it? That'd be terrifying. Yes. Okay, give me an example. Yeah, in the fiery furnace. Yeah. 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 Really good. So, lots and lots of examples of people who stood firm. Um, I kind of I thought about some of the characteristics of some of these people. Um, I would like to say, I'd like to stand up here and say that whenever things have got really tough for me. I've put on my armour and I've stood like that. It's never, ever happened, not once. I've been on my knees, I've been on the floor, I've been in tears, I've cut myself off from people, I've hidden away. You know, so this is a, this is a learning experience for all of us. This is a journey we're on. And one of the beautiful things about this is God never leaves us. 
So although he says these things are going to happen, he never leaves us and he puts us in family. He puts us with those people who can stand with us and hold us when we're going through really hard times. So that's kind of where I want to pick up. So I've got a little, I've sort of broken down. Um, for anybody who was there this morning for Tom's preach and he did all his wordy things, I've done something a bit similar, so <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so Josh, can I have the first slide? So S for stands, okay? So these are just some things to kind of think about. I know this sounds really obvious, but sometimes when, when stuff goes really wrong, we forget to go to God about that thing that's gone wrong and we don't say what it is that's happened and what we need okay so I've got two words up there I've got supplicate which is kind of extreme asking like petitioning and come on Lord you've said this this and this this is going on I need you to do this now I need you to do it or if you feel uncomfortable with that you could say it (laughs) okay but I think it's really important to pray and say, Lord, this has happened. I need you to do these things now. Or I don't know what to do. I need you to, to come and intervene right now. So there's something about turning to God at that point as stuff comes up at you. The second one is trust. Trusting in God's word and who he says he is. Don't be tempted to act on doubt. And I'm, I'm going to be really careful about the way I say that. That is not saying don't doubt, because we all doubt all the time about all sorts of things. That's a, that's a very human response. It's about how we act, how we choose to act at that particular point. Even if it's a tiny step, even if it's phoning a friend and getting them to pray, even if it's deciding that you are not going to just walk out the door and slam it and, and be done with it. Um, there's something about the standing firm by choosing not to move away. So you've got, you've got standing, I'm, I'm a, sorry, I'm a physical person. <laughs> so standing and asking and standing firm and not running or, or not making a bad choice in that situation. And again, thinking about all of the things that have happened in the Bible and those, those people in the Bible that we, we've talked about already, all of those people could have run away. In fact, Jonah ran away. We know he ran away. And they, they could have all done that at that particular time. The third thing is anticipate. So you've asked God. God promises that he hears our prayers. He's with us. He will answer our prayers. It may not be... Thanks, Frodo. He doesn't like this bit. <laughs> um, it may not be when or how you expect, but it's about waiting and receiving. Um, one of the, I think, what, the thing that I massively struggle with when, when life gets busy is my head gets really messy and I can't think straight. Um, does anybody else get that? I, it's like cotton wool. I, I cannot think. So having people around you who can remind you that you prayed a particular prayer or you write things down so that it's, it's there and it's a solid, it's, it's solid and it's a thing. It becomes a thing rather than a, a sort of concept up here. Um, my fourth point is N and never alone. Okay. So this is, this is probably the most important thing and the thing I really want to, um, get across today. Please, when you're going through really tough times, never, ever try and do it alone. 
ever. That's not how it's meant to be. The enemy, and this is his strategy, the enemy likes us to think we have to do this on our own. I did. Um, I'll, I'll just say that again. So the enemy likes us to think that we have to do it on our own, that we should be strong enough and we should do things on our own, or that no one cares or no one understands or empathizes with what's going on. And his strategy is to single us out, separate us from the frock, the frock, the flock. Um, and it's at that moment where we have to stick together and hold each other up in times of trouble so that we, we don't make ourselves vulnerable. My, my suggestion is go and hang out with some older folk, some elder folk who have walked the walk way beyond. I, the thing I do is I, I, I try and be with people who've walked and they've been there, they've, they've been in the faith for long enough to know that it is, isn't so unpredictable, it isn't so um, painful and it won't last forever, that they've been there and they know that God is good. Find those people, get with those people um, people who are not afraid of things going difficult. Things going difficult, that's not very good grammar, is it? Things going wrong. They're not afraid of that because they've seen and they've come out the other side. Um, and that, that picture, that amazing picture of um, Moses, you know, he has to put his hands up, yeah? And uh, Aaron and, and uh, her come along and they, they sit him on a rock and they hold his arms so that he can keep his hands all the time. That's what we are to be for each other. We hold each other up when we get tired and we get vulnerable. Um, the last one, um, and I sort of niggled a little bit about demonstrates. It feels in, in the context of going through real pain and sorrow and heartache is the word demonstrate because... I think in all of the mess, sometimes that we forget that our life story becomes hope for other people. And we are demonstrating God and his living word through our lives. Our lives aren't perfect, but you going through something difficult like this might be the saving grace for somebody else who doesn't know you. I know that sounds... You know, I don't demonstrate. It's like demonstrate. I don't mean that at all. It's not out of a place of great strength. It's just that it, you know, God is living. God is living words, and and actually, when we choose to act, when we choose to do what He calls us to do, people see something different. You know, people are hungry for integrity. They are looking for people all the time who whose faith has got integrity. You know, we mentioned Daniel earlier on. You know, and and him being pulled out of his world and stuck in another world and he had to choose to stand firm in his beliefs that wouldn't be easy for him at all and in that God did the most incredible stuff and transformational stuff so it's thinking about this is not an isolated situation that is disconnected to everything actually this is part of a much bigger story and we are all living parts of that story we're all to be part of it and that's you know, even more the reason why we need one another. Um, I've got some other pictures up here. I love this picture. Um, it's not this kind of picture, or superhero picture. It's people standing together and hold, holding on. You know, it's very difficult to stand up when you're tired and when you're overwhelmed and when you've got your friends and you've got your folk around you who can stand with you. And the next one, 
Um, Nice passage there from Jeremiah. Can you see this tree? (laughs) Barely, barely holding on, but his roots on the other side are just, it's embedded into that rock. Um, And this last one, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Does anybody know that? Anyone recognize that? Yes, Jones Causeway. Um, you know, these rocks have been standing for years and they've been at everything bashing and crashing at them and they are still there. They're still there. So, with all of this, um, this is not about us being uh, victorious. We are victorious. Did you know that? We're more than conquerors. Did you know that? Uh, God's grace is enough. You know that? God's good. All the time. (laughs) He is who he says he is. And our situations and our circumstances don't change anything about who God says he is. Okay, But our lives get difficult and our lives get mucky. 